You're listening to the Emerging As Me podcast with me, your host, Caitlin Cox, a show to encourage and uplift you with my personal stories and impactful guest interviews. As we work through the hard stuff together, we will empower one another to persevere through all of life's challenges. We'll cover it all from marriage and motherhood, living in rural communities, loss and hardship, and how to keep faith alive while finding hope in your everyday life. The journey of life, as I have learned, isn't always a direct path to success and happiness. I'm traveling down life's winding roads, learning to navigate as I go, always growing and emerging with new perspectives and understanding. I'm constantly emerging as me through all of the things that life throws my way. So join me on this journey as we choose to emerge as better versions of ourselves every day. Let's get into it, y'all. Hey everybody, I hope that you are all doing well today and that you are getting ready to celebrate Christmas with the people you love most. And I want to talk about today just kind of what Christmas means to me as a Christian or the true meaning of Christmas and why we celebrate Christmas. So Christmas and what it means. I'm going to talk about a couple of different things and I'm going to mention some different Bible verses. If you hear some pages crinkling and flipping, it's because I've got my Bible open and I've got it marked. I'm flipping back and forth where I've made notes. So to get started, Christmas kind of entails different aspects. So one is the first one, I guess you could say that I'm going to talk about is the incarnation of God. So the birth of Jesus is seen as the incarnation of God or God taking on human form. So the definition of incarnation means a person who embodies in the flesh a deity, a spirit, or an abstract quality. So with that definition, it goes right into talking. We're going to go right into talking about the birth of Jesus and the incarnation of God. So I have got a Bible verse marked that I'm going to read in. This is just talking about the incarnation of God. So this is from John chapter 1 verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. And I'm going to kind of break that down. So I have... Like I've mentioned before in past episodes, my life application study Bible and in the margins like below where the biblical text is, it kind of has it breaks down verse by verse. So I'm just going to read you from the notes, you know, what it says about John chapter one, verse 14. When Christ was born, God became a man. He was not part man and part God. He was completely human and completely divine. Before Christ came, people could know God partially. And after Christ came, people would know God fully because he became visible and tangible in Christ. 
Christ is the perfect expression of God in human form. The two most common errors people make about Jesus are to minimize his humanity or to minimize his divinity. Jesus is both God and man. I thought that broke down that verse, John chapter 1 verse 14, so much clearer for me and it just really um, encapsulate the full meaning of what the incarnation of God is through Jesus. And next, the next aspect of Christmas that I'm going to talk about is the fulfillment of prophecy. So for Christians, the birth of Jesus fulfills various prophecies in or from the Old Testament. The Messiah that's foretold by by prophets like Isaiah was expected to come and the birth of Jesus is seen as a fulfillment of those prophecies. And I've got several things marked. So here goes the page pages turning. This first one is from Isaiah chapter seven, verse 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. And then my next one is from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 23. And this is as an angel appears to Joseph. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And that was Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 23. I have one more for y'all that's talking about the prophecy. And that is from Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And that was Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. So these are all different prophecies from the Old Testament that are fulfilled through the birth of Jesus Christ. Hey everyone, I just wanted to wish everyone best wishes for the holiday season. May your hearts be filled with joy, your home with warmth, and your holidays with love. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from my family to yours. Ready? Yes. Say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. (laughs) The next thing I'm going to talk about is 
salvation and redemption. The life and teachings of Jesus that began at the time of his birth are considered a means of salvation and redemption for humanity, for us as humans, as a people, as individuals. As a Christian, I believe that through Jesus's life, through his death and his resurrection, humanity has the chance, the opportunity, and it can be restored with God and to receive the gift of eternal life through Jesus. The next thing I want to talk about is God's love for humanity. So through the birth of Jesus, it's seen as a demonstration of God's immense love for us. In sending his son into the world, God expresses a desire to connect with us, to have a relationship with us, his children, and to save people from sin, giving us a path for reconciliation and a relationship with him. And now I'm going to mention John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And then Jesus talking about his life and how he is a model for us, for humanity. He is a model that, or a role model that we as people need to look up to and look to his teachings and how he lived his life. His life from the beginning started with a very humble birth. And like I said, it can be viewed as a model for how we as people should live. His teachings tell us that we should love one another, have compassion, and show humility and forgiveness, giving us a model of both a moral and a spiritual guide for all of the people that believe and follow, believe in and follow him. And this is just kind of a summary or is talking about Luke in the Bible. And like I said, this is my life application study Bible. So this is something in their text that they wrote about. It's kind of like a preface, I guess you could say, to the book of Luke. And I just thought it was too good to not read to y'all. So here we go. This is from the section called the blueprint at the front of Luke. From an infant who could do nothing on his own, Jesus grew to become completely able to fulfill his mission on earth. He was fully human, developing in all ways like us, yet he remained fully God. He took no shortcuts and was not isolated from the pressures and temptations of life. There are no shortcuts for us either as we prepare for lives of service to God. Jesus taught great crowds of people, especially through parables, which are stories that illustrate great truths. But only those with ears to hear will understand. We should pray that God's Spirit would help us understand the implications of these truths for our lives so that we can become more and more like Jesus. I thought that that was just 
so sweet in a way that it reminds us that Jesus was human like us too and he had to face struggles and challenges and temptations every single day of his life here as a human just like we do so he more or less he knows where we're coming from and we can relate to Jesus and Jesus gives us hope and joy the birth of Christ brings that message the message of hope and joy It's a reminder that despite the challenges and the difficulties that we face every single day, there is a source of hope that transcends our earthly circumstances, and it can be found in Him, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And in closing, I'm going to read just a few more verses from the Bible, and this is from the book of Titus, chapter 3, verse 1 through 8. Remind the people to be subject to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate, always to be gentle toward everyone. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us, generously through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone. So going into Christmas, I hope that you remember the true meaning that We are celebrating the birth of our our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I encourage you that if you haven't to open your Bible up this Christmas season and read the Gospels, read, read about Jesus and his life, his birth, his life, his death, and know that Jesus was sent to us by God our Father and It is a relationship that no matter where you are in your life, whether you have found Jesus and accepted him into your life or you know about Jesus, but you've never really, you know, dove into it. I give you the call to action, I guess I could say, to open up your Bible and read about read about Jesus and his life and and say a prayer and ask him into your heart, accept him as your Lord and Savior so that you will have everlasting life. I am so blessed to be at the point in my life that I feel really at peace with my spiritual relationship or my the religious aspect in my life and I and where I am, I am so grateful for everything that I have been given. 
I am grateful for the hard things that I have gone through, the uncomfortable moments in life and all the the blessings and the joy that came through those experiences because if it would not have been for those experiences in my life, I would not truly value the the good moments and I give all the credit to God, to our Lord Jesus and the Holy Spirit, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit for getting me through all the things, all the daily challenges and struggles that we deal with as as people, as just normal people. I really wish you all a Merry Christmas and remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Emerging as Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot and share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and touch more lives. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. To continue the conversation, you can find and follow me on Instagram. Talk with y'all later.